Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, going back to Labor Day, Friday at 2 o'clock for us has meant football nonstop. All through the fall into the winter, into the start of 2024 with the Steelers in the playoffs, on to the Super Bowl and the Chiefs and 49ers last week, and now it's over. So we've got hockey talk to kick things off today. 412-928-9370. Let's get right to it. We've got two big hockey stories, and we want our audience to respond to both of these stories. The late-breaking news, and we were getting off the air yesterday about Jake Gensel. There's a few more details on that. And also what's going to happen here on Sunday. So let's dive into both of those things with Malzi, who looks very nice today in his Nike uh, hoodie. And Donnie Football, who's got another double dip today. He's going to host after us starting at 6 o'clock. So he's got a marathon day that I know he'll do a great job with. Uh, let's do Gensel to start here. Four weeks. It sounds like it could be up to six weeks. It's past the NHL trade deadline, but the playoffs don't start until the middle of April. That point has been made. I saw that on NHL Network a couple times. Uh, Yoey went as far as to say in his write-up on this for The Athletic that he thinks it is possible that Gensel has now played his last game in a Penguins uniform. So let's get some fresh thoughts in on this. Chris, I know you said before the injury when we were talking about to be or not to be, the Shakespearean debate with Gensel, do you keep him or trade him? You said keep him and ride him out. Do you still feel that way now that you know he's going to be out for an extended period of time? Yes, I do. I just think that you should try with this team, come hell or high water, to win this year because nothing is promised next year, and it could get worse, a lot worse for this team before it ever gets better. So this might be my last best chance. I ride out the injury. I pray that my team is able to – withstand it deliver more performances like they did last night although they won't be playing the worst team in hockey like they were last night uh and hope that he comes back and gives you a jolt in your lineup and try to see what happens from there i just am not one of these people that thinks that trading jake gensel somehow makes the difference between eventually this being a complete crater situation for the franchise and then them just retooling on the fly and being good. I think people are trying to live in a fantasy world, actually, if they think trading Jake Gensel is like the the big decision that has to be made that will determine the Penguins' future. Got news for you. When the core truly ages out and all stops playing well, there isn't anything that's going to save it. Save them somehow having rights to the first pick in the draft by hook or crook and another generational talent coming out. So can I just give you a quick hypothetical on that? So let's say... They play mediocre hockey between now and the beginning of March, a couple days before the trade deadline. They play the next 
10 or so games and they get like, I don't know, eight points or nine points in those games. And they've squandered a lot of their games in hands and there's games in hand. And they're still like eight or nine points or 10 points out of a playoff spot. You would still hold on to him. In that, that situation. And, that, and that hypothetical, which, which I have to admit possible. is possible, no, I wouldn't because the future would be now. And then I would say, well, you are done this year, and you suck already, and get used to it. Here we go. So start trading off assets. So you're saying in this very moment, at this very second, with where they are, five on points the behind edge. Detroit, you would not trade him. I would not. Him. No, you've got to try. You've still got the games in hand. You haven't squandered all of them yet. You've got to try. But you'll know before the trade deadline whether you suck completely or you have somehow, as they have in the past, weathered the storm. The problem being, of course, when they've weathered storms of injuries in the past, it's been when they've been a high-scoring team that has suddenly started to revert to a buttoned-up style and played more team hockey. They're already doing that on defense this year. They need dudes who can score goals. That is why I even concede it is unlikely that they somehow go on like an 8-2 and two run over these next 10 games. Donnie, if you got a good offer today, a team said, we don't care, we're a lock to make the playoffs, we just need them back for April, May, and June, fingers crossed, we trust the medical reports, we'll make the trade, are you making that deal right now? Uh, what would the what would offer be? You consider it's a good trade. You get like a late a first be, and a legitimate it's gonna be a, player. It's going to be a late first round pick and a guy in his early twenties who you think has a chance to be not a great Top, but a good NHL player, a middle six player if it's a forward. I, I actually think they should field some offers uh, at, at this point, even though I I do. Would you pull the trigger on that type of trade that Chris just today if it came your way? First rounder and a legit player. Yeah, like a middle, a tw- an early twenties middle six forward, like a guy who's probably not a top line forward, but might he's turn be, into it. But there's might, a chance he doesn't. He's probably a second line player, maybe a third line player. Worst case scenario, he's a good third liner, good second liner, maybe a first line guy. Yeah, I think I'd do that. Okay. And why? Well, I mean, you, you don't know. You you have to really be honest with yourself as an organization. Like, where could they truly be as you get closer to the trade deadline? Like Chris said, if they do end up finding some way to win a lot of games here in his absence, that absolutely changes things because then you think, well, now we're in the thick of it. We get one of our most productive players back, Yeah, and here we go. I'm just asking where you feel right now after the news last night and like at this moment, would would your preference be to keep or trade this second? I I would probably be more on the side of trading right now. So would I. I'll but you were the guy who said they were going to win the Cup, so you have really jumped yet again way off the bandwagon from Kenny as Joe Montana yep. <laughs> to give me Justin Fields to Penguins will win the Stanley Cup to trade him, trade this man. Well, with new information, opinions change. And my initial my initial opinion sucked. And I think this one, based on what I have in front of me, is much better. I Here's what I would try to do. I don't. It doesn't seem to me like they're getting anything done contractually with Gensel now. I just have seen no reporting or nothing that tells me that whatever is the tot is like a what's that word mean? That means like there's a frost. Is that is detente good negotiations or bad? No, no, no. Detente is like what the U.S. and Soviet Union had I know to, that. to end the Cold War. Detente is a good. So thing. we want detente. No, we want. Well, no, detente. Detente says we're just standing down on both sides. I think what you have is a deadlock here. Okay. Or you they're have, at loggerheads. They're at log. Yes, they're very much at loggerheads. You were looking initially for a peace treaty. But right now, you're going to have to settle for detente. Both sides retreat to it their It sounded corners. like Dubas uh, framed it as if the NHL trade deadline, the break, the long stretch that they had without games, 
would be constructive time to negotiate with Gensel. I get no sense from the people who cover the team or cover the league that that happened. So I don't think they're getting a hometown discount. I don't think they're getting him to put his name on the dotted line now. The player knows that it's his last big deal. So my thing would be, if he's going into free agency regardless, and at this moment, I think they're screwed. I think the season is effed. I don't think with him being out for as long as he is, I think that that's going to be the difference between them making and missing the playoffs. Having to play without him last night, notwithstanding, because they beat, as you pointed out, one of the worst teams in the NHL. That really did not imbue me with confidence or hope. I would trade him. I would abs- I would At this very second, I would trade him. And then you get back to you're in the mix with him in the summer to give him an extension. But I don't think he wants to I don't think he wants to come back here cuz I don't I think he understands that they realistically unless they shed a bunch of cap right off the bat this summer that they are going to pay big money for him. I know Sid likes to play with him on the wing cuz he's one of the few guys that can think the game the way Crosby does, but sometimes you have to make sacrifices and I think him getting offered what, what do people say he's probably worth on the open market like nine million a year nine we're saying on TNT I, I had heard eight and a half Wednesday I night. figured nine probably because usually in hockey you get overpays so is Sid liking the guy worth three million bucks a year over like a six-year deal probably so what do people think like nine and 54 nine I'm and sorry 60, not, well, I can't do math nine here. and seven 63 yeah, nine, 63 yes nine and seven can you really do 63 I, I don't think, think they can I think they can if they Get creative again. Like so, wait, are we going to have another ultra top heavy team if you do that then? Probably. And how has that worked for them, building it's two not, big scoring lines and then the two lines that are supposed to do other crap? It's not working. But I have a hard time fathoming them being better without their second most reliable forward. I'm holding on to the hope that at least in these next several games, while he's out, roles change on that team. Ricard Raquel was up on the top line. He looked a little bit better. I'm hoping that guys who haven't yet stepped up actually do so. So I, I'm I'm putting it through this filter. Do I think the Penguins will make the playoffs? No. Do I think Gensel was, will sign an extension and avoid free agency? No. So because those are my answers, I trade them. 412-928-9370 to get your opinion registered on it. Okay, let's do the other big one. You guys came in today and said, we got to talk about the, the Yager retirement. I agree. That's going to happen Sunday night. Chris, you lived through the Yager years here, the good, the bad, the ugly. Before you had cable television, you used to just listen to their games. You were such a diehard fan. So how do you feel about Sunday night? A long overdue situation, one that I wish had happened earlier, but one that I still am glad is going to happen while everybody involved is young and healthy and in Yager's case still playing for the team he owns in the Czech Republic. Uh, I just, I think until pretty recently, until the Penguins actually went back-to-back, he was the second greatest player in franchise history. I still had him above Sid. I thought he was that great. He's one of the most physically dominant players I've ever seen. The guy did, hockey's not supposed to be, and it really isn't, a one-man band sport. That's why Connor McDavid, despite being the best player in the world, and Leon Dreisaitl being not too far behind, still haven't won anything yet. It's not supposed to be one guy drags an entire team through the playoffs. Yager basically dragged the entire franchise, kicking and screaming at times, into deeper playoff runs than they deserved. Uh, he is just one of the, I think, easiest to like athletes. The dying alive thing was always misconstrued and how miscontextualized. The, how about the flirting with the Penguins to sign with the Flyers thing? I've, I mean, Rossi's story today talks about how that was never uh, the whole league minimum thing that got floated out there that he would play for Mario's team for league minimum was never real. It sounds like his agent wasn't exactly doing the process any favors. I remember the guys, I knew the guys from the Pens blog who were uh, 
kind of stoking Yager watch there. I don't hold any of it against him. Well, but it seemed like Mario took that very personally. I don't think he did. I think that's conjecture more than anything. Again, Rossi wrote a story today, and he's going to be on with Donnie later tonight, and I think everybody should listen to that, that suggests that the idea that Mario took this all personally and was deeply aggrieved by it is not true, that it's an outside perception. I just – I think the guy is the third greatest player in franchise history, and normally you'd say, wow, that's cool, but worth getting this worked up over? Yeah, it is when the other two guys who are the two greatest in franchise history are numbers, what, one through five, depending on how you want to look at it in NHL history. This guy is a literal top 10 to 12 player all time. Long overdue. I'm happy his jersey's going to go up Donnie, there where it belongs. do you have a belongs. soft spot for Yager or not really because it's before your time? Do you have really no opinion on it or you still get up for something like this? I mean, I, I missed him in his heyday, but I was able to like know the the history of the player i mean he five times he led the league in points when he played for the penguins four consecutive years dead puck era too when scoring was horrible and into the uh turn of the millennium yeah i mean even though he is the third best player in franchise history like chris said you have to consider who you're ranking him up against i think he's an absolute rock star for the sport of hockey the dude is still playing in his early 50s in the czech republic I I would compare the guy to hockey like Ric Flair to wrestling. Like, one of the most decorated players ever. He's playing well, well beyond his prime. And if you ask some European supermodels, I think you know which direction I'm going there. The guy is a rock star to the game. <laughs> what are you trying to say? He's got a... He's packing? Is that what you're trying to talk about? No, he's still I'm getting after he's getting it with, after with it. models. Oh, okay. He still got his Don't game. You, didn't you hear about the story about, like, the? Uh, she's like a 20-year-old model, and she's, she said, like, they slept together, I guess, and she said, oh, I'm going to put this out there. It's going to make you look really yeah, bad or he something. Said, and do he, it. he literally just said, okay, go ahead. She did, and then everyone was like, wow, Yarmir Yager's in his late 40s, and good for him. So he's just he's living that status right now. Seems to be packing. I have no idea, Pony. Well, I thought that's what the picture putting it out there meant. No, no I think no. It was she ju- didn't put the picture of that no! out there. It was oh. like the picture of them laying there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must have missed all that. Good for him. Uh, so I don't. I never had any ill will towards the guy because I wasn't here when he made the dying alive quote. I will confess, I got hoodwinked by the Flyers thing, and that really did burn me that he didn't come here and end up playing for the arch rival. Now, Rossi, you're saying, has like an alternative history of that, which helps smooth things over. I did think it was rough, and I never did this when I went to games as a fan, when he would come back with Florida or Boston or when he was a mercenary and he was going team to team. I never thought it was cool that he got booed every time he touched the puck here. I never liked that. Yeah, I thought and it was that a bad look a for Penguins fans. And I never really, like, I get it. Because they put him against Mario. He wasn't Mario. You don't think if Evgeny Malkin got had like a weird split from town here no. and had gone somewhere else that like there might have been some booze? I, I don't I don't know. I mean Talbot played for the Flyers, Orpic played for the Capitals, I mean arch rival teams. I don't remember them getting He got he got mistreated. He got mistreated too. The dying alive, like I said, was misconstrued. It was a very quotable phrase. The team was in financial distress. Like I you know what really happened? He was still their best player. Then Lemieux comes back and looks like he hasn't missed three years, or if anything, it's energized him. And I do think that that kind of chafed Yager a little bit. Like, 
He loved Mario, but here comes 66 back, and all anyone wants to talk about is that while he's busy winning another Art Raw. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Fan Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Gave you two Penguins topics to chew on here. Gensel's injury, how that makes you feel about trading him. Does that make you more inclined to deal him? Maybe you were on the fence before. Well, how do you feel about it now? Their playoff prospects you would think would go down without him, although they are 1-0 with two points playing... Uh, Without Gensel, last night in Chicago, two more goals for cities up to 30 on the year. Good for him. And then how you feel about the Yager retirement. That's going to be a big, big deal Sunday. They're telling fans to get in their seats two hours before the game if they want to see everything. I know they've got a nice event, nice private event going on at the Rivers involving him that I was invited to that I had to uh, decline. Well, congratulations on all your success. Well, I think it's during the show. Today? Yeah. No, I'm more saying, like, congratulations, I was not invited to this event. I think tangentially you were. No, no, I think... No, it was tangential. I think tangential, by the way. I think emphatically I wasn't here. Donnie, I also think, uncoincidentally, uh, Pony mentioning this, knowing I wasn't invited. There's no tangents, cosines, or anything. Donnie, were you invited? Hmm, let me think here. I'm sure those invitations got lost in the mail. I'm sure. That's an oversight because the person that reached out to me about going mm. loves both of you guys. Oh, I'm sure they do. Probably couldn't pick us out of a police lineup. Not the same person who responded to Donnie's question on Twitter of, I thought this was funny. Where's the, like, the weirdest place they could hold the NFL draft if it came to Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. And I see one of my friends responded with Club Erotica. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> Is that place still open? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. yeah 100% is still open. Yager is, by the way, the third best player in Penguins history. Why Can- are you getting crap from people about that? No, I tweeted out he's the third best player in Penguins history. What is he all-time in the NHL? Can you even name 10 guys better than him? 
I'm not so sure you can. <sighs> okay, so here's here's the rub here with what you're saying about Yager. He played for so many teams and played for so long. The points per game went down because he, at no, the end, I, was like, just loved I, to play hockey. I was just going to say, would you put Yager's 11 years ahead of Gino's entire career with the Penguins? Yes, I would. Cause not, by, not by a ton, because you know I'm a big Malkin stan. But Yager in the dead puck era won four straight Art Rosses and just was the singular driving force on that for that whole franchise. Yes, I would put him ahead know, of Gino. One guy's got three cups and the other guy's got I'm not two. Doing, I'm not doing uh, cup math here. No? I'm doing, if you asked me to start a team all time and I can draft anybody that played for the Penguins, I'm going Lemieux first. Sid second and Yager third. And the only, and honestly, like if I'm trying to draft a real team, Coffee is probably working well, his way yeah, in there I, somewhere. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? But but for me, Yager's the third best player on the team in franchise history, and I'm not sure I can name nine or ten NHL players who are definitively better than him. Here is Chris in Greensburg. Hello, Chris. Hey, how you guys doing today? Hey, man, you're good. We're good. I, I got a couple of uh, Yager stories uh, from back in the day. Uh, they did a TV interview. Can't do it, Chris. I'd love to hear him, but your phone and the whatever's going on and that, and being on speakerphone, <sighs> we just need better quality. But I appreciate you listening, and when you get a better connection, you can call again. Here's Jeremy on the fan. Hello, Jeremy. Hello. Hello, Jeremy. Um, yes. Um, so with uh, Gensel being out for four weeks, I really think uh, – this gives us the opportunity to kind of wave the right flag on this season and become uh, traders at the deadline, kind of get ahead of the game. What assets and do I they have that other would... teams want to trade uh, for besides Gensel? I think you could look at players like Nedeljkovic that okay. uh, has panned out well for us that uh, okay. may have some value for a team to like New Jersey or Carolina. I agree, I agree with him. Standard. Like a steady backup, Jeremy, but how much is that really getting you to like sort of kickstart any kind of a rebuild here? It's better than nothing, though. I just I just think, you know, you never know. Rowley Smith hasn't really panned out for us, but he was a big part of a cup winner for Vegas last year. Somebody might be interested in him. I just think it could give you an opportunity to kind of remake the roster for next season and kind of straddle that line between you know, of course, wave the white flag this year. Jeremy, I don't, Jeremy, I don't disagree in principle about like what you're saying, that if if you're inclined to wave the white flag and try to rebuild, this would be probably the time you would do it. I know I'm not inclined to. I think the problem with trying to deal any guys like Smith, you are inherently dealing them at lowest value. And so other teams aren't going to come in there saying we are going to knock you over with an offer for Riley Smith. We know he's been pretty bad here. You know, Ricard Raquel, they're not going to say, hey, Ricard Raquel, we'll, we'll, here's a king's ransom. They're going to say, this guy, you know, we're giving you minimal return. That's all. Well, those guys aren't rentals either, so they'd have to, they'd, there'd have to be You're a conversation a lot of the contract, contract for next yes. year too. I mean, that's just going to be really hard. I just think it's going to be low-value returns because he's just talking about guys who have underperformed so far this year. But you've got, you got a huge trade chip. I mean, even if even with Gensel being out for as long as he is, I still think he, he is the most coveted asset at the trade deadline. Because guys that are capable of scoring 40 goals who can play on a top line and play on a number one power play, it's very rare that those guys are available at NHL trade deadlines. There might be one big fish like that a year. Tops. I, I know. I, I'm not really disputing that point. I think the difference we have on this subject is strictly philosophical. Like, I am very much a Penguins nihilist in 2024 and 25 season and beyond. 
I don't want to know what's over the what's over the horizon for this team. Time to live in the moment, Chalooch. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your mic was on that whole time. No, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't. It was on, but you were pressing the button. It was very funny. Name that tune music, folks. Should it be Steelers only? What, what if we just got the uh, dun 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 dun? Can we even use that? Oh, we can. Uh, if you want to use maybe the brass the, bonanza by the heart or the Penguins theme song. That's what I meant. That's dun 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 dun. dun yeah, we can dun, use that. Dun, 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 Sorry, we probably should have thought about this in advance. Well, no, this is a well-planned show, though. We're brought to you by Senderovich, Senderovich, and Fishman. Why pay forty when you can pay twenty-five? Call eight 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 nine eight twins. So Donnie will get that loaded up here. We're about to play PM Team. Name that tune. For tickets to see, there it is. For tickets to see uh, Tim McGraw, one of the biggest country acts of all time in April. That'd be a nice, you screwed up Valentine's Day. You didn't get a good enough gift. Here you go, honey. I was listening to my guys in the afternoons. They said you'd love some Tim McGraw tickets. I recognize the voice in the clip. And I want tickets to see Tim McGraw for nothing. All right. Now, you have you heard the the audio yet? Have you looked ahead? Listen no, ahead? I've once again deliberately tried to be as blind as I can be. All right, I'll play it for you and everyone right now. He came here as an 18-year-old. He, he grew. And, uh, he learned the character part of the game from the guys we had in the early 90s. And he became a character player. Do you think you know who that is? Not immediately, no. I mean, I can rule out guys. You know, I know it's not Bob Airy. <laughs> well... He might not be Bob Barry. True. Good point. Could have had laryngitis the day that he did Play the interview. Play it again. Play it again. He came here as an 18-year-old. He, he grew. And, uh, he learned the character part of the game from the guys we had in the early 90s. And he became a character player. Man, it's on. It's hearing it again that second time. Like, I feel like I can I can sense the correct answer trying to wedge its way to the front of my brain and being blocked almost. I've got a couple names that have floated through my head, but I just, none of them I feel great about. Now, what if I made the name that tune voice this instead? Would you get this one? Back then, we could only listen to Czech music. So all of a sudden, I had a chance to listen to heavy metal. You know, Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses, you know, the, the Metallica, the, so they all have a long hair. So I thought, oh, that's that's pretty cool. I want to be like them. So that's that's why I did it. I mean, I think I know who that is. That's Yager. Yes, I'm aware. Heavy metal band John Bon Jovi. Hair metal. Bon Jovi. How would... do they say Metallica in there? Metallica. I don't think of Bon Jovi as metal at all. He's hair metal. He's a hair band. Hair band and metal are two different. Or hair things. metal, like there was like glam metal, then there was heavy metal. When I hear living on a prayer, I don't think metal. I think I think there could be like a glam metal. It wasn't supposed to be heavy. And then you've got Jeff and South Park's favorites, like your Mastodons, your Metallicas, things of that your nature. Your Slipknots. Oh, very much metal. All right, here we go. Okay. Let's see if our listeners can get this. Not the second clip. I'll play the first one one more time for you. He came here as an 18-year-old. He, 
he grew. And, uh, he learned the character part of the game from the guys we had in the early 90s. And he became a character player. All right, I think I got it. If you it. can tell us who that is, you're going to win two tickets to see Tim McGraw. I got, I got it. 412-928-9370. Let's start with Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey, how you doing, guys? Jeff, do you know who it is in that soundbite? That's Craig Patrick. Jeff, <laughs> how long have you been a Penguins fan for? Oh, good Lord. Uh, Pretty long I'm gonna time. Say 54, I'm going to say 54 years because the first few years of my life, I didn't know what hockey was. Fair enough. Good answer. Honest answer. Jeff, do you have someone that you'd like to take to the Tim McGraw concert? Yeah, as a matter of fact. Who is that? Paul Zeiss? if i I were going to the garden or something i'd definitely take zeiss along with me just for safety reasons but now there's a couple other people i'm going to choose from well jeff guess what you better make that decision soon because you're going to see tim mcgraw that was penguins former coach and general manager craig patrick one for one donnie get his information second name i wrote down it was it's there who's the first for some reason, my brain went to Ken Reggett at first, and I was like, there's no way that Ken Reggett would be just, like, random. That, that's, and then I, I heard it the third time, and it finally clicked. I was like, guy giving an authoritative take, and then Craig Patrick's name just Let's did go. come into my brain. This is a Penguin show. Our oh. listeners step right up, leadoff hitter. Boom! Pop that out of the park. Craig Patrick. All right. Do you feel like you didn't do a good enough job on this one? No, I'm. Are you? I'm more impressed with Jeff. Not disappointed in yourself. Impressed with Jeff. More happy for you than disappointed in myself. Yeah, really good. And and Jeff's a perfect age. Jeff, old enough probably remember Miracle on Ice. Yeah, man, you want to talk about Jeff? He's probably when he's thinking about Double J. Not that he's going to a Double J game, but like he's thinking about those Penguins. He's in his early twenties, man. He's probably like an early 20s Filipponi for those first couple of cup runs. So, I do have some more clips here. The first, th- these come from, I love the Spit and Chicklets guys. I think they do great interviews. I think that people get very comfortable and loose with them. Bissonette and Whitney, two ex-pens. Do they give them some of the pink Whitney during the interviews? Like, is that part of the thing? Like, we'll get you on here, we'll get a little liquored up. Sid was as laid back and as willing to guard just down say whatever he wanted with them as i've ever seen him in a conversation before it was impressive i honestly think from an interview standpoint that's one of the best interviews i've seen conducted with an athlete the way that they just got him to who do you think's the show there whitney whitney just has that vibe about him whitney very self-deprecating which i appreciate and bissonette has infectious energy oh that's why i think they're a great tag team Biz also doesn't take himself very seriously, which is good. So they asked Yager about his work ethic and the things he did to turn himself into a great player at a young age. I wasn't good right away. I started being good when I started doing the squats, you know, when I started doing the push-ups and all the, all the extra stuff. And even, you know, I think it's normal for the ego. Even the kids have an ego. You know, guys have an ego. All of a sudden, I was seven years old when I started, started uh, doing the thousand squats. And when I do it, you know, I become, uh, in six months, uh, I was the best in my class. You know, next six months, I was playing with year older. I was the best there. Other six months, it went right away. And I still like it. You know, nobody have to tell me, you know, all of a sudden hey, I was better than everybody else. So I keep doing that. I did more. 
you know, when I have a break in school, I did 2000. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that because, you know, you still do the squats every day. No, no, I, no, I would die if I do it right <laughs> Seven years old, thousand squats a day. Just I don't think squats. I've done thou- a thousand squats in my life. I know I haven't. And he just I'm did just, it the old school way, just did air squats. I'm just now squatting. I'm a beginner in the squat game. When I go to my personal trainer, we'll do some squats. These are the how first. Much, how much weight they thrown on that bar? Because he didn't have a bar. He just did. The story is he always just did air squats, we which do, are still we good. Do a, we do a variety of squats. Oh. Some are some. Um, you ever try a Bulgarian split squat? Just I think we do basic Bulgarian. We don't do the oh, split. Oh. Oh. I don't think. Well, trick question. We do. There tri- is no basic Bulgarian squat. There's well, only Bulgarian that, split squats. You could take squats. that up with my personal trainer. I didn't know that you were such an expert on Bulgaria's. Official squat? Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't think Pony would be a fan of Bulgarian split squats. Nor do I, because in my in my whatever my prime was, I'm I'm no fan of that at all. Has he? Have you ever heard of a squatty potty? By the way, I have. That helps you get everything out. So we'll get recommend one for Harry Callis. We'll get the free weight, and I'll put it underneath my chin, and I'll hold it. Yeah, and And then then you'll go. That's a goblet. That's a goblet squat. That's a goblet squat. It's a goblet squat. So we'll do some of those. Oh yeah, I'm big goblet squat. And then we'll do ones where you get under the the bar, bar. Yeah, and you lean back and you do the squat there too. That's called a back squat. That is the classic squat. Now there's other ones where like you can put the bar in front of you and go down there. That's a front squat. So there's one where there's like um, it's almost uh like a square, Mm -hmm. and then you can add weight to it because the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the bar out. helps you. Yes. The bar sticks yes. out. And then you pick it off off the ground, then you squat there too. That's more of a deadlift motion. Okay. So you don't. That's like that's a, a adjacent deadlift. to that, a squat. Well, the three Olympic core lifts, as Donnie can tell you, bench press for the upper body, the chest, the deadlift, which is the pulling motion, and then the squat, which is more the pushing. Seven years old doing a thousand squats. Just imagine this. I'll do what he was doing. He was just like this. He'd go up. See, you went all the way down. That was good, even with your knee. 1,000 times he's doing that. And he went from a crappy player to the best player. There's a lesson in there. I mean, he, you know what his calling card was besides just offensive gifts and everything? Great ass. What? <laughs> now I can't think of anything but Pacino and Heat. She's got a great ass. Yeah. But he, he was the hardest guy to get off the puck in the, in the league in his prime. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.